1: Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On today's show, a classic from 2015 with astronaut Dr. David Wolf. He's coming up right after this.
2: To introduce myself. <laughs> I am Figaro You. Are you like me? Do you love to eat, but sometimes your food does not love you back? Oh, my, that is quite unpleasant, is it not? Here at the Frigamol Industries, we have developed a pill that will take the stink out of... (laughs) Of course, we cannot muffle the noise, but we can eliminate that embarrassing, eye-watering, wallpaper-peeling aroma.
1: You will still hear the... But
2: the aroma will be a designer fragrance chosen especially for you. We have country pine... Potpourri. <laughs> Musk. <laughs> and my personal favorite, sea breeze. Too <laughs> much on your face. We call this modern miracle pill flatulante.
3: Flatulante, go ahead and toot. Flatulante, the air you won't pollute. You're pulling your own finger because you want to cut the cheese.
2: Now you're breaking wind so much your ass gives off a breeze. (laughs) Flatulante, in the restaurant or in the bedroom? Get under the covers,
3: honey. I want to do a Dutch oven. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Is that lemon? No, it's Flatulante's new citrus celebration. You're
0: so romantic.
3: (laughs) If you eat some
2: tuna fish... On a croissante, (laughs) and you start farting like a circus (laughs) elephante. As your friends begin to sniff, they'll
1: savor every
2: whiff. They're grateful that you're using flatulante. Flatulante for your terrier. When you
1: fart, it freshens up the air. So when you make a stinky, don't be worried that it freaks
2: perfume is blasting out your cheeks. Blacholante, a product of Frigamall Industries, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> it's our way of making sure you haven't missed anything. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom show, special edition. We actually have uh, someone in here whose IQ cleared 75. It's Dr. David Wolf, astronaut, four trips to space.
1: If I could understand what you just said, I'd get up and leave the room. Exactly. I I'll tell you that.
2: Uh, Dr. Wolf is a, a physician, a scientist, a uh, mathematician, and Engineer. a guy who's been in outer space a bunch, which is pretty cool. How many days in space did you say? Uh,
3: 172 or so.
2: Okay. Can you saddle up to that And
1: you, uh, let me see, Oh, three. was it three uh, missions on the shuttle and one in Mir? Is that what I want?
3: Really, I've been on... Five different shuttle missions oh, really? and one mere mission, but some of them were combined together. Oh, I see. Up on a shuttle, live on the mirror, watch it pull away. Another shuttle comes back five months later.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Do you count it as two or three or one? How do you count that? Right. Sound well, good point. Counting. Well, you you hope they come back. Yeah. pretty scary. As they were pulling away for yeah. a 5 month stay on the russian space station the, the alar- i could still see the shuttle when the first master alarm for the failure occurred All of bad. our air conditioning system <laughs> so we had a it, it was a 100% humidity for the next 5 months but it was 110 degrees oh well, humid in space well, it is when you don't have a humidity separator function.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, I know it my, my, it's, it's a dryer. It's a dry heat. It's a dry no, heat. No, 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 no. It doesn't rain downwards. <laughs> Let me put it this Chick, way. It's Chick knows a guy at uh, uh, Chapman Air Conditioning. Uh, Jeff can uh, come yeah. up there and oh, get oh, The
2: right. humidity separator it right up,
1: baby. It's going to be a hell of a uh, service right. call, though. So,
2: Dr. David Wolf, we were talking about um, uh, you are an expert uh, in the world of uh, spacewalks. And you were telling us you were doing a spacewalk. Now, what was the scenario you and your Russian buddy a Russian out-
3: and I were outside, You're outside on the outside Russian which- space station trying to fix it after the collision. You may remember the yes. collision and fires, a lot of damage. My turn came up to go next. And uh, so we're out in an Orlan Russian spacesuit. And uh, it, it uh, we're at, we did our work we couldn't find the leak and couldn't fix it but we did some other testing and we were coming back in the, the airlock wouldn't repressurize and we were running out of, it took us four or five hours to keep trying and we were running out of air and we were couldn't talk to the ground anymore and uh, we were out. We were out. Out the end of the checklist, and we were still out in space. Is the checklist in your head, or is the checklist? No, it's a book. And, and there's it's a, floating around out there with you. It's in the emergency ones in the airlock. You got a short one on your arm with you to help maintain oh, like the space. Like it's a like, quarterback it, it is like that. It. It's very uh-huh. much well, like that. Well, and,
2: Yuri, it looks like we're doing <laughs> the Statue of Liberty.
3: And by the time you get to the end of this thing, you're definitely supposed to be eating dinner inside in plain clothes. Uh uh-huh. right. So, so, so yeah. I'm sorry. So the airlock, you can't get the door open. Is that the we couldn't repressurize it, so we couldn't create a breathable atmosphere. We couldn't bring it up from vacuum. It, had, right. it was either leaking or a va- about. We found out much later that we had a. Su- That's the sound. You, yeah, you don't That's like seeing that spacecraft. So
1: you have to take the whole shuttle and dunk it in water then to find, find the, out you where you it know, is.
3: Find the leak. In a sense, you do. We yeah. fill it with helium, and when we take helium detectors outside and look for the helium out coming out into space. Uh, oh, really? Detectors but out. in the meantime, you're sitting there. You're running out of air. And the doors. Basically, struck. we ran out, and then and what ultimately, he did? Do talk then like we did it, Do You well, talked
1: we... like this when you deploy the helium. <laughs> oh, Could we just it put, put it in the
3: module that was I evacuated. See. But uh, you. Uh, What's that question? Uh, no, so, so, I'm sorry. So,
2: when we left you, you were running out of air with a guy named Yuri. Right. Uh, Anatoly, actually. Sorry, uh, whatever. I was
3: uh-huh. to, I, I, my go-to Russian guy is Yuri Gagarin. Yeah, he was the most ex, uh, experienced guy in, in spacewalks. He had done 16, the, still the world record. And really? And this was my first. And we're looking at each other and going, we're out of ideas here. We, we're... At the end of the checklist, there's nothing. You
2: can talk to him, though, right?
3: Your radio, yeah, in Russian. No, he didn't know English. Mm -hmm. And you know, here you are in a Russian spacesuit. Speak. No one speaks English. You got. You're out of air. You maybe got five minutes left. It's getting real hot because you're out of cooling fluids too. And things are out, you're out of ideas. And so we just ditched, we evacuated the next module and disconnected our umbilicals, which were giving us cooling. Right. And then the first breath exhalation, I didn't anticipate, neither of us did, that it fogged the whole visor. Oh. And, you know, yes, I'm giving a talk for a wonderful uh, blind organization tomorrow Tomorrow. in Indiana, but the, uh, the doing braille in a spacesuit glove is not good when you're when you got three minutes of air left yeah but what did <laughs> I you it's know, no, not in space out, well it? It, no one in space could <laughs> do the there's a word in russian that we don't have one for uh-huh. that matches uh-huh. but in any case <laughs> whatever we did it had to be now and it's like a car wreck you're not nervous when it happens it's afterwards you go right. what just wow. happened uh-huh. um, So it didn't feel nerve-wracking at the time. We just kind of went through it. We uh, evacuated the next module in, opened the hatch, disconnected, felled our way in there. You know, that's the three-minute-to-live time when you disconnect. And uh, the two of us got in there, and we each saved each other's life.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow.
3: Because the the way it was so tight, we couldn't get uh, oriented correctly to manipulate the controls on our own spacesuits. Uh-huh. We had to uh, hook each other, her secondary umbilicals. And you couldn't see the whole thing? You couldn't see either. Spit. I would spit to get a little window wow. to look through. And when I spit once, there was a little picture of my family on the wall. Right there.
1: That's the first in thing my you headlight.
3: saw. Yes, when I spit, because I had used that airlock months earlier as a bedroom before we started the spacewalk sequence. Mm-hmm. And I had left a cam, a picture taped on the wall. That, wow! That oddly enough, and see, if this was in a movie, someone would go, "Oh, really?" Yeah. Do you send this guy? So this is Christmas? what happens at the Mar. Like you're talking about, yeah. I tell these stories. They hit me. They they say they walk away, and say, "You know, another lying <laughs> astronaut." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. That's just, amazing. Well, just amazing. That's a just a
2: That's it. That is incredible.
0: And no. you send this guy a Christmas card every year, don't you? To this well, day. we
3: we do get together
2: I and bet. smile
0: <laughs> now. Do you,
3: so after this
2: happens, and then you get rehooked up with uh, Houston. You have to. Then you have to figure out what went
3: wrong. So we did. We actually went. We figured out that the leak rate was that we could. Uh, we did some experiments on it. From about a month later, we opened the whole space station to that airlock, and we, in shirt sleeves, went in there. If you can make that sound again. <laughs> we were hearing That's that, mm-hmm. and we pull a panel off, and we see all these bent push rods that hold the hatch in place. And we looked at each other and, and say, "We're gone." Mm-hmm. We took one picture, slammed that hatch shut because that hatch looked like it was ready to bl- blow off mm-hmm. any moment. Oh it wasn't oh. on there good. It wasn't on good enough to seal. And, and had it been damaged obviously? in the fire or the collision or something? What was, what uh, was it? Had it just- been damaged due to uh, a prior cosmonaut opening it. We still had a quarter PSI as we depressurized, and that was too much force. You need to wait a long time to get the last bit of air out. Right. And it pushed it open a little too hard and de-rigged it. It got the rigging of the door out of place, and it got gradually worse Mm. after that, and it failed on our day. So, But uh, then you you walked through everything, so NASA knows how... Make it not happen. They next didn't time. find out till I got back to Earth months later, and debriefed it. This was in the Russian space program as a cosmonaut, and we weren't—they weren't big on saying, "Oh yeah, today we almost killed your astronaut." They just didn't talk about it. And this was how why we started this program before the International Space Station, mm-hmm. so we learned to talk to each other and share information and this was one of the key events where that that's how lesson. you came home through the uh I, with a russian capsule uh, i we had one up there and my spacesuit at the museum is the one i would have used had we needed that capsule but i ended up going home on a shuttle oh, as it did? worked okay. out
2: warmer sunnier days are calling fuel up for them with factors no prep no mess meals Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus,
0: and keto. Factors fresh and never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just 2 minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine.
2: What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code Bob and Tom 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Bob and bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 Speaking with Dr. David Wolf. Uh, uh, David Wolf is a um, uh, technically, I guess, a retired astronaut. Uh, but you're also a physician and a scientist, and you have a great new project. Uh-oh, wait a minute.
1: Bob and Tom Show. Hey, hi, guys. It's Bill Clinton. Oh, hi, Bill. Oh, hey, Mr. Well, hey, Bill. I couldn't help but want to call the, the good doctor. Dr. Wolf, thank you very much for everything you've done. I heard your story. That was frightening. I had a similar scary moment once. <laughs> really? I got locked in a cabin out in the woods once with Hillary. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you, I thought I was going to die. Uh, Did right you have here.
3: to lock her inside and, yeah. sleep in the, oh. and sleep out in the grass? Oh, it sounds it terrifying.
1: Yeah. Oh, it, it really terrifying. does now you're you're saying I, th- I think i heard you talking about this you're saying that people going to mars can either go as couples or possibly they're just going to send like maybe just wives just wives going to mars Well, uh, uh, yes sir this
3: isn't decided the psychiatrists and psychologists are working on this
1: yeah how long are they gone anyway uh, well they're, they're thinking they possibly come five back. years <laughs> and may never come back. May never come back. <laughs> back may never come back you
3: may have to spend the rest of your life with them
1: Right. I've got an idea for somebody. Who'd be just perfect. <laughs> and you know what? She could
3: be she could be president
1: of Mars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Bernie Sanders uh, wants to go. All right. I got to go. All right, bye-bye. Spot. Okay. President. Uh <clears throat> Dr. David Wolf is our guest. Um Dr. Wolf, uh, in the course of uh, your career, have you actually met some
3: presidents? Uh, uh I have. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, just one or two, uh, <laughs> two or three. Really, you can't remember. They were, it really impressed me. Apparently, <laughs> well, I think
1: since you've been alive, there's only been maybe five or six presidents. You know, so they are you got to you, you got to just shoot in the dark. You'll probably uh, get
3: one of them after each mission. You go to the White House and, uh-huh. and, and do a thing with the presidents, and, and uh, it just blurs in with all the rest.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Well, let me now. When you were in space, you mentioned that you, you took at the time, I guess, music on
3: CDs. Yes. Do you, have, do you take a lot of them? Or do you, I had about 15 CDs, and I still have them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually give them to the Children's Museum uh, cool. to put on display as mm-hmm. p- part of the exhibit they're and, developing. Uh,
2: Dr. Wolf is the scientist in residence at the legendary uh, Children's Museum of Indianapolis, one of the most famous children's museums in the world. People come from all over the place to see it, and I know you guys are building a gigantic space Display that will actually feature. If I'm correct, it will feature the famous Gus Grissom capsule, the one that was all the astronauts.
3: Yes, it will have the Liberty Bell Seven on display, and what, they're what reinvented was the Liberty Bell Seven. That it was just found. What was a Mercury capsule seven? that right. Gus flew? That, that had the controversy. You know, did he blow the hatch early or not? Right. It was determined in the end that he did that not. Prob- but I think it was on display. I want to say about 20 years ago at the museum. Uh, it was when when for a short period, it, yeah. right? But uh, now it's been totally restored. How did and, they find it? Well, that was robotic activity, undersea robotics. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the Titanic was discovered and all right. that. They finally kind of like you know it. the
1: guy on the beach with the with the little, little uh, minesweeper. Yeah. So it was yeah. found, found by a, a giant. In you remember with the black socks. Gus,
3: <laughs> Right. Gus got out as it was filling with water, and right. then they were the helicopter came out and was trying to save the capsule while he was that. drowning.
1: Right. Yeah, but the oh. the capsule was dragging the helicopter. Right. And, and they uh, had to let it go. It started it go.
3: their fight, but he's drowning. 20 feet Whoa. over his suit is filling with water mm-hmm. and too heavy and uh boy was he mad all bad you know my office mate at nasa walked on the moon I, john young he was my office mate for 15 years at nasa they put the older astronauts and the younger ones together and he knew gus pretty well flew with him in gemini mm-hmm. you know until gus was killed in apollo one gus likely would have been the first man on the moon uh had he not died in the test on apollo one but in any case I play, Gus played handball, it turns out, my office mate told me. And mm-hmm. I play handball every night at the astronaut gym. And apparently, there's a lot of expletives that come out of there. It's kind of a private gym. Mm-hmm. I, sure I would I, imagine. Apparently, I've heard. And in any case, he said, I haven't heard that kind of cussing come out of that court since <laughs> Gus played there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an
1: hour. I'll bet. He was, Gus, like a, he was, was, was Gus a Purdue man?
3: He was. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. Grissom Hall that just was reopened two weeks ago, uh, completely reinvented industrial engineering and. Uh, uh, school at Purdue. She's from Wonderful. Uh... Mitchell,
1: Indiana. Mitchell Indiana, Indiana?
3: Indiana. Just went down to his house a month ago. It's very humble to say the least. Mm-hmm. All these kids living in the slow. Here we go. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry Always.
1: Bob and Tom show. Bob
3: and Tom, it's Kenny Thomas. Oh, hey, Kenny, I know hey. you fly a lot. We
2: actually have Dr. David Wolf, astronaut, in the in the studio.
3: Hey shooter, we just landed. <laughs> you did. Where are you? So one frequent flyer to another, eh? Hey? Huh? <laughs> well listen, guy. You think you've had some long layovers. You've never had to tackle my fourth quarter itinerary. Try ORD on a Friday with delays. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and unlike you down here, we have a little thing called weather. I know. I know. Hey, quick question, yeah. uh, because we're boarding again here in a second. There's nothing worse than ever to mix up with Zone 3 people. I'm double diamond with Delta. I wasn't sure if a red-eye to the space station was available. How much it would cost it by chance if that trip is miles eligible? I need to burn some of these bad boys. Uh, oh, it's around 75M. I- Okay, well, I'll see it only. And listen, coming back, got to escape the overhead space and go fast. There's going to be more cursing than a NASA handball game in just a second. Boy, I'll bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to take a handball up into space. They wouldn't let me in. I thought that would be a heck of a game to play in space. Well, I would oh, imagine I that a
1: ball could uh, actually ricochet off of something and maybe but, uh, I, I also wanted instrument. to play
3: darts. Imagine yeah. playing darts up there. How perfect you could throw it. They wouldn't let me take a dart. Somewhere. Yeah, and all of a sudden, oh, David, someone throws David. a dart while you're
1: David. filling up your air
3: suit to go outside. And what what sounded we hear chick.
0: chick. <laughs> That's the one. That's
3: the one. It's just a bad sound overall. Sorry, yes, Anatoly.
2: Sure. Um, it was, We're speaking mm-hmm. with uh, David Wolf, astronaut. You've had
0: a lot of near-death experiences. Dave,
3: do you, you? what do you, do you do know when you look down back? Down. Yes.
0: Yeah. Really? Hey, yes. do you have a card that says
1: "astronauts gym." <laughs> 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 I'm just curious. You know, you know, a lot of people go to LA Fitness. Very Not real. many have the LA yes, or the astronauts you. gym. I
2: uh, wish cool.
3: I'd have thought of that.
2: Yeah. Do you? What do you do in your
3: downtime in your various? uh, I like uh, riding my riding lawnmower on a few acres of grass and just dreaming like when I was a kid riding a lawnmower. And I used to dream about going into space. And I feel the same as that kid that had all these dreams. But now the dreams have changed. Yeah, I already did that one. Wow! Yeah, You know, I like riding that riding lawnmower and gardening and right there in the backyard. It's amazing. In other words, you
1: like being, you like holding on to the earth, don't you?
3: <laughs> in a way, uh, in a way. Yeah, I like yeah. telling people about it. You know, I, I speak quite a bit and uh, my company Earth Tomorrow does that. Earth, and um, I work with the Unify Good Space Agency. Uh, they are gathering up us prior astronauts that are able to, to professionally speak now, and organizing us, unify good U N I P H mm-hmm. I goodcom dot unify good. Anyway, uh, they are they're doing a nice job, and I like working with them, and uh, we get the word out, mm-hmm. and in m- many different venues. They set this up with you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know uh, Buzz Aldrin? I do, I do. I eat dinner with him a couple times a year, and also his. You know, uh, uh, he's quite a character. He is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great guy. He really, I, uh, I'd, I'd like to He to has, him. he's definitely an out-of-the-box thinker.
2: Yeah, my favorite story is some guy who came up to him and said that the moon landing was fake,
3: and <laughs> he punched him, didn't he? Well, well my, my office <laughs> mate again who walked on the moon punches yeah. the guy. Uh-huh. Kept uh, above his desk, a yeah. uh, National Enquirer that said the moon landing was faked, right? And we used to always laugh about that. You know, he landed. Did on he the moon. Did he swing
1: at you? Take a swing at you? <laughs> he kept it
3: above his desk. Take a poke <laughs> at me. Oh, yeah, take a poke. Yeah. Come on, I dare you. How much carry on
2: are you allowed on the? when you're an astronaut. You, same as uh, so your same. airline, Tom. You know, you get uh, Got to uh, fit in the uh,
3: overhead, personally. <laughs> less, way less than a shoebox. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But one thing I found is they don't let you take your wallet into space. They don't... What let do you need take, it for? Well, you're going to land in... Uh, Alcat- you're going to land in some, China somewhere with no wallet. You could sure. land anywhere in the whole world. It's interesting
2: you'd say that. So you don't
1: need a passport.
2: Huh? Oh, a friend of my... This is a real... This is a true story. A friend of mine whose uh, dad is uh, experiencing some dementia issues... He was having a total meltdown one day at this facility where he lives. And and the nurse came in and said, uh, does your dad have a wallet at home? And he said, he said go get it. And they, he drove home, went back to the nursing facility, gave the dad the wallet. He calmed down. So I'm starting to tell this story that I just told you to someone else. I got halfway through the story and they said, I bet they sent him home for his wallet. Hmm. Huh. So it's apparently well-known in the in the world of uh, when you're
3: treating people it with dementia. It makes that, you comfortable look, to have that. So uh, for you to want to have your wallet, well, it's the same it. primitive. And I snuck it in the bottom. I can say this stuff now. That no, I don't no, work no. for my. I, I had my wallet. <laughs> and I'd it. give anything for two guys and sunglasses in sunglasses <laughs> and black suits <laughs> and
2: black top burst in. Let's out. go, Wolf! <laughs> this is the wallet that I carried
3: in space. Right? and stuck below my emergency breathing equipment wow. in, in my space suit. Uh, in case we landed in, you know, wherever in the world, yeah, I wanted well, to have a wallet. Right. <laughs> a couple of credit cards. <laughs> they're
1: should...
2: bouncing on the Russian. Before, and they, uh, pull it over. Before they make the next space movie, they got to talk to you because you've got That's stories great. that would be so cool to incorporate into in yep. one of these
3: movies. Yeah, you, you start real. the
1: movie with him... Uh... On the riding lawnmower, mm-hmm. mowing the grass, and
3: we're place actually in making Indiana. that movie at the museum. We're oh, cool. we're getting the imagery from NASA, and we're going to put together an inspiring movie for, uh, for people of all ages. You know, mm-hmm. it's about if you have enough dreams, some of them will come true. You don't know which ones exactly, but some of them will. Did and you make
0: one of the hard landings? One of the mere hard landings? No,
3: no, it didn't. Oh, well, okay. We made a hard docking, which wasn't real popular with uh, the engineers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Bob, has back it called, up. Bob has a movie I called Bob has a movie called Hard Docking. I actually have a movie
1: called
2: Hard Docking
3: One and Two. <laughs> and much like your dream, <laughs> there were people making massive frowns on those movies.
1: That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher for Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Take care, everybody.
3: John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together.